Jan Tucker on Healing with Qigong. Subtitled, It Just Might Be Good for What Ails You. This is episode 102 on Alternative Health Tools podcast. Jan Tucker is a certified trainer and healer in the Spring Forest Qigong lineage. She came to the art of Qigong, a movement practice similar to Tai Chi, to treat her chronic bronchitis and a failing immune system. Her Chinese master said, This works like acupuncture without the needles. It works with universal love energy. Welcome, Jan, and how are you today? Thank you, John. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. Yeah, so a little background. Before I let you introduce you, I like to have guests introduce themselves because a lot of times on podcasts, people go on and on about their guest, and most of the time, we just want to know who you are, so best told by yourself. But you and I, I believe, met at a coffee chat with Teresa Acosta. Is that correct? We did. That's exactly how we met. Yeah, so we're in Carlsbad, and she's running for District 4. And uh, I think the world of Teresa, and actually served with her on a committee at the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce. So how do you know Teresa? Actually, I came in from Epic Magazine. Oh, Um, you did? Yeah. Like Susan? Yes, that's how I got invited. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, Susan's wonderful, too. Mm-hmm. Very wonderful. So had you published in uh, Epic? Not yet. I'm, I'm planning to. Uh-huh. So we want everybody out there, it's like listening to contact Epic and said, please get Jan Tucker in the magazine. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself as okay. you would like to be known in the world. All right. That's fair enough. Um, I am Jan Tucker, and I'm a certified Qigong healer and trainer. I was certified by Qigong Grandmaster Chun Yi Lin, and Mm. he he developed Spring Forest Qigong. So that is the Qigong method that I use and practice and teach. And I'm also a Reiki Level 2 practitioner. I'm what I like to call a spiritual yogi. That means I Mm. I don't do the yoga postures, I do the meditations, and I live my life according to ancient yoga wisdom. Mm-hmm. And I'm a recovering MBA out of corporate America. A recovering MBA, I love uh-huh. it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a lifelong learner. I, mean, I always am passionate about self-improvement and also about just learning so many different things that are available mm-hmm. to us. I'm just curious, did you have any kind of health issues yourself that got you to... Is it properly pronounced Qigong? It's Qigong. It is Qigong. Uh Okay. Well, on Alternative Health Tools, we have actually had several different interviews with people, but Mm -hmm. not like you. So, And it was done a couple of years ago, so I'm really glad to refresh this topic. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. So did you have any health issues that took you to Qigong? I absolutely did. Um, So this is such a common story, you know, most of the people are... uh, on the show um, are here because they, well, I don't typically talk a lot, but I'll just say that most of these people actually 
had some issue, some health issue, tried some Western approach, got nowhere with it, discovered something new, an alternative health tools, and uh, ended up kind of healing themselves and decided to help people do the same. Is, is that about you? Is that's, that about the right? That's pretty much my story. I had a pretty much, it was a small list of health problems, but they were they were pretty serious. But the one that really sent me to Qigong was that I got bronchitis all my life. And mm. I used to get it once a year as a kid. And then mm. as I got older, it started to be, well, one time it was three times in the same year. And where it used to last a week, it started to last a month at a time. Yeah, not knowing about bronchitis, what were the symptoms? What I mean, so what was your life like during that period when you were, when you quote unquote got it or were symptomatic, let's say? Well, when I'd get it for a month, it would put me down for the whole month. Coughing, you know, your your lungs are just filled up with with mucus and very mm. uncomfortable, like the worst sinus problems that you could possibly think about. So couldn't like sleep? Couldn't sleep. Well, when I'd go to sleep, this is what was really scary. I would wake up in the middle of the night and I couldn't breathe. Almost oh, wow. couldn't breathe, you know, so it got mm -hmm. scary. And I'd get mm -hmm. to the point where I wouldn't want to go to sleep at night. And the, the longer it went on, the more I kept wondering, how, you know, how am I going to get over this? And what's going to happen as I get even older? It's going to get worse. My immune system basically was failing me. So that's what it was all about. Mm -hmm. I went to an acupuncturist who was wonderful at being able to help me through this. Mm -hmm. And she is the one that said to me over a period of about four years, she told me four times, you need to do Qigong. Oh, really? And that's how so, I So hey, hang on, is this, does that mean you were stubborn? No, that means I was really busy in corporate America. Oh, recovering MBA. Uh -huh. right? Exactly. I just didn't have the time. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what Qigong was. You know, she told me it was similar to, to Chai Chi, but it's more specific for healing. So that's why she wanted me to do Qigong and not Tai Chi. Mm -hmm. Was she a practitioner? She was an, just a, an acupuncturist. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she was also a medical doctor in China. And she was really at the top of her game. She was she's probably like top 10 in the world. She, oh, really? she, she also yeah. helped my husband with MS, and mm. um, she was just really talented. Mm. Talented. I, I like to hear that word in conjunction with healthcare practitioners that, you know, talented. Yes. Because that's what it is. It's an art form, isn't it? Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. It's also a science. Mm -hmm. And um, she told me at one point she can actually see where she needs to put the needles. It's she can not, see? She can see it. So, you know, where some people, they'll follow a pattern or something, you know, right. put them here and there. She actually sees the point where it needs to go. And, you know, that's, that's a level above. That's, that's intuition. And yeah. that's, that's what Qigong is all about, too. Very similar. It, it, yeah, it's kind of a level of awareness that, well, not many people experience, period. But mm -hmm. especially in healthcare. Yes, Went, okay, Jan, you got bronchitis, so here, here's, I'm going to write you a prescription, and uh, you're going to have this the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And it's going to get so, worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what they say. So then what did you do? Well, the other part was that we moved 300 miles away from Dr. Chen, my acupuncturist. So I got bronchitis again 
for a month. Mm -hmm. Called her up and she said, you know, you're just too far away. She goes, find somebody down there. And she didn't know it, but I had already tried to find somebody to replace her and I couldn't. So Mm -hmm. I sat down on my bed that day and I I thought, she's deserting me. (laughs) What am I going to do? And I, I just... I just thought for a few minutes, and I thought, okay, she told me you need to do Qigong. So I started calling. I started looking for Qigong. The very first phone call that I made, I said to the woman on the other end, I'm brand new to Qigong. I want to start a movement practice. What do I do? And she said, there's a Chinese master coming to town in San Diego in two weeks to teach levels one and two. You should take his classes. Oh, my gosh. That's what I did, and I never looked back from that day. Yeah. How long ago was that? That was going on four years ago. Oh, nice. What was really awesome was in the first class in level one. It's a day, day-long class. In the mm-hmm. morning, he started talking, and the things that came out of his mouth, just con- it just convinced me, oh, my gosh, I am in the right place. He said, mm-hmm. this, is, this works like acupuncture without the needles. Mm-hmm. You know, and acupuncture is one of the only things that had worked for me up to that point. Mm-hmm. And he said, it works with universal love energy. That's what we're using to heal, which went right along with my yoga path, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and that might sound kind of woo-woo, but... Airy, it sounds a little airy-fairy to me, mm-hmm. is what some people would say. Yeah. But what he really is talking about is it's Mother Nature that we're using to heal. Mm-hmm. And that that's what it, it's all about. We're connecting with Mother Nature to open our own ability to heal. Mm-hmm. We're, we're supporting the body in um, many ways energetically. We're balancing the energy in our body using mm-hmm. the energy from Mother Nature. We're building that energy in ourself mm-hmm. by, by borrowing it from that connection that we have. And that's how it works. Yeah. If that sounds a little strange, it's the same when we eat food. You know, we eat our food from Mother Nature. The nutrients are in the food from the ground, mm-hmm. and we eat it, and we, we heal. So mm-hmm. it, it's really not any different from that. It's just different words, different concepts. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, in metaphysics, it can often describe life in general as everything is energy. Exactly. So... People hear this a lot on this podcast. You know, you give the body what it needs and it will heal itself. And people kind of look at you, look at me strange. And I go, well, think about it. We've been on the planet 50,000 years. How the heck do you think we're still here? Yes. You know, there have been pandemics. Mm -hmm. We have survived them. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a whole different subject. But so if you're connecting... Mother Nature, I would just say nature, which I call nature the great balancer anyway. Mm -hmm. It's like for most people, it's like if you're having an off day, just go for a walk in nature. If you're at the beach, go for a walk on the beach. Mm -hmm. So, but when you're talking, I want to hear a little bit more in depth about Qigong in terms of, and this was a master practitioner. Yeah. So let's talk about that lineage because it's been around for what, 5,000 years? 5,000 or more, yes. Wow. Yep. That's 10% of our existence. Yeah. So, yeah, talk a little bit about that. I'm curious. About the, the lineage? Yeah. Well, he, he was born and raised in China. 
-hmm. And he lived through the Cultural Revolution as a child. So he he had terrible pain in his body, in his knees. He had, uh, because of what he went through in the Cultural Revolution, he Mm -hmm. didn't trust anybody. He didn't even trust his own parents because he thought they had deserted him. Mm-hmm. He had a terrible life. He was uh, he had suicidal depression, and he found Qigong. You know, he tried a lot of different things, but one master that he was led to did a uh, series. I think it was a whole day long. He had five thousand people sitting in a in an auditorium. It was actually mm-hmm. a stadium outside, and he went through his teachings, and he went through putting them through connecting with their energy and and healing them that day. So Master Lin got up and he was able he was jumping around that day after that that experience. He could he didn't have the pain in his knees. So he he actually had a lot of different masters in China. He studied with them one at a time. And you know, he tells us too, you know, don't jump around with different Qigong techniques because the energies can get confused. Although they all do the same thing, they work in the different ways to do it. So he had quite a few masters in China, and all the time in his mind was, this can be simpler. You know, they, they make it too complex. The, the movements are difficult to do, some of them. They're hard to remember. And he said it can be simpler. And that's really his signature. He loves to make things simple, and simple is most of the time more powerful because you're, you know, you're honing down to what exactly works. You're, you're, all of the fluff is out of the way and you're focusing on, in his case, you know, the, the energy movements and techniques that actually work. Mm-hmm. So that's how he came across and he called it Spring Forest Qigong. Spring Forest? Mm-hmm. You think of a For forest. The- in the mm-hmm. springtime, everything's mm-hmm. coming alive. You know, oh, it's, nice. the, the energy is just mm-hmm. uplifted and moving. And mm-hmm. that's why. That's the reason. Mm-hmm. Is there somebody without giving names or anything? Can you give what might be a typical experience with one of your clients that you'd be working with? Sure. You say typical, so I don't want to give the ones that, you know, or seem magical, because sometimes it does. Well, I'd like Um, to hear those, too, but something that, uh, I'm imagining that you don't have to be sick to experience benefit from Qigong. That's right. Yeah, you can either heal from it, or you can maintain your health, or you can reach peak performance with it. But one of the typical healing situations was... I was working with somebody that had bursitis in her Mm -hmm. hips, and she was in Texas, and I'm here in California, so I did this remotely. I gave her a series of Qigong healings for the bursitis. She had it for a long time. She's young and and really pretty, you know, and she wanted to heal this because she said, it's making me feel old. You know, I I just can't stand it. So she tried a lot of different techniques, and a lot of things didn't work. But after the series of healings with me, she got rid of her bursitis. So how is it that you're here and she was there and you were able to help her? Well, that gets into the, it's kind of esoteric. Um, 
But, you know, it's important to know now because we've got this pandemic going and we really can't do things face-to-face as easily. Mm -hmm. I always get funny looks when I tell people this, okay? But I'm going to say it here. So Qigong is working with energy. And you mentioned, you know, everything is energy. Everything is vibrating. And it's not just things we see. It's, it's our voices. You know, it's, it's things we say. Our thoughts are also energy. Everything is energy. There's nothing that's not energy. So this is on the level of quantum physics. And a lot of things that the physicists now are discovering show that these things can work. So I just compare it to prayer, all right? Oh, nice. When you pray for someone, you don't have to be there. You don't even have to know that person. And they don't even have to know that you're praying for them. Mm-hmm. But if it's supposed to work, it's it will work. And I didn't used to even believe in prayer myself. But Larry Dossey, you know, an MD, did experiments on prayer. And he proved that prayer works. Mm-hmm. First working with um, plants, I believe. And mm-hmm. then he moved to people. And then he moved to people who don't even know each other. And he proved that they work. So... Prayer works, so healing works in the same way. Mm-hmm. It's also been proven with meditation, too. Mm-hmm. Several studies. And Years ago, there was a study done in New York where I think they took a 1,000 people, and actually they were all, and I, you know, I probably have this wrong, so anybody out there that's got it right, appreciate that email, straighten me out right now. <laughs> but, but they took a 1,000 people and... Uh, got them involved in a program of meditation on a daily basis. Just I think it was at the same time and there was a there was quite a decline in certain levels of violence and stuff during this time that they were meditating. Mm-hmm. So say a couple episodes ago, I don't remember which episode, but had Karen Brzezanski on and, and she does um, EFT tapping. And yes. so we did a short demo and actually it's on YouTube. She did a short demo working with Lisa Victoria, the co-host in the UK. And I'm not asking you to do a session with me, but give me some sense for what that might might be like. I'm just curious. What the heck? Maybe you're doing it now. Maybe I'm just like getting the vibe. And <laughs> I don't know. What are you doing here? So. Well, there, there's a Qigong healing technique that I'm using when I do the healings remotely. Okay. And... What I'm doing with it is we have 12 major energy channels in the body, and most of them are connected with an organ and an organ system. So what happens when we get sick, it's because we've gotten one or more blockages in one or more energy channels. Mm -hmm. So we we have these blockages, and over this period of 5,000 years, the Chinese have discovered that This is actually the cause of our illness. Every single illness, every imbalance in our body can be traced back to one or more blockages. So I'm using a a technique that removes the blockages from your system. And that's what I'm doing. I'm using my hand to do it. I'm using my own thoughts. So as I'm doing healing for you, I'm thinking to myself, the pain is gone, you're completely healed. I'm sending these messages in through my vibratory thought. 
basically. And yeah. that's how it For works. the record, just so you know, I totally get it. Good. I mean, it's actually, without being too arrogant, it's not a new concept to me at all. But mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, being with people, especially podcasting, you know, I just love holding safe space. Essentially, it's healing. Mm -hmm. Just so there's an intention and a thought, right? Exactly. The intention. Mm -hmm. where, where the mind goes, the energy flows. That's the saying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So great. So what about miracle cases? You were, you were talking about this woman... Uh, who had bursitis, I think, in Texas. So, I mean, it sounded, as you were telling the story, like it was actually a miracle story. So what, what evolved over a period of time with this person? How did she, things change? She's, you know, she feels young again. <laughs> and she is very happy that her pain is gone. It's It hasn't come back. Mm -hmm. uh, but that really wasn't one of the miracles because I, you know, I worked with her over a series of healings. One of the miracle stories is that I was working with somebody here locally who had cancer, a stage four cancer. And no, I'm not going to tell you I healed her cancer. She came to me for the second healing. And she told me that she had to go get a surgery to get her gallbladder taken out. Hmm. And this woman was so small and frail. She had been through so many surgeries already with this cancer that had metastasized everywhere. I didn't want to see her having to go through surgery again. I just mm -hmm. couldn't stand the thought. So I gave her a healing, and I gave her some movements to do, some Qigong movements to do on her own. And she went away and did them. She came back to me in about three weeks for another healing, and she had a smile on her face, and she said, I was able to cancel my gallbladder surgery. She, mm. said, she said, my doctor looked at my gallbladder again. And what he said was, the first time I looked at your gallbladder, it was like a sack of rocks. And now there's only one stone left. Mm. So, mm. you know, and that was early on. That was within the first year after I learned how to do Qigong. I was, mm -hmm. I was floored. I was amazed. Mm -hmm. You know, and she hadn't done anything else. So mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. was a miracle. Yeah, no kidding. Mm -hmm. No kidding. So I'm going to ask, it's easy for me to imagine that just like nature, you're not really healing anybody, but you're, in a sense, kind of opening up a pathway in the energetics for people to allow themselves to, to heal themselves. So would you would you also agree that if people aren't truly interested in being healed, maybe nothing's going to happen. And, and people can't see, but you kind of have this little smile on your face. Like, <laughs> I, I have something to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. Master Lin likes to say, and I've told people this myself, and they love it. Um, if you believe in Qigong, it works. Mm -hmm. And if you don't believe in it, it works anyway. And, you know, that's because... Oh, really? Yeah. That's because we're working with universal laws here. You know, uh -huh. Much our, bigger than ourself. Yeah. And our little thoughts aren't going to change that. I, I will say that if you believe in it and you really want to heal, there's a chance it can work better and faster. Mm -hmm. The other side of this is, I don't know about you, but I, I believe in karma. Mm -hmm. And I believe that if you are supposed to go through this pain and this illness to help yourself progress, then it might not work. 
because mm-hmm. you, you have to go through it. And sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't work. Along those lines of karma, I extended a little bit further, and it's really been demonstrated to me a lot that let's just say there may or may not be karma. And it's like my, my response is, if you think so, it is. If you don't think so, probably not. But that um, it, it's for me, it's more along the lines of kind of like what the soul needs for its own growth. You know, so somebody somebody could have a terrible, terrible health condition and have all the power and belief in the world and all the best people around them. But there may be something something else going on there that is requiring the experience. Yes, exactly. And I mean, that's true with Western medicine, too. Mm, You know, not everybody can be cured. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. unfortunately nice nice so I, I didn't i didn't actually realize that this was it's like what stuck with me so far in the conversation is is that you're you know basically saying it it's a lot like prayer mm-hmm. it so is. it's it's energetically taking uh all of our intentions and uh aligning it with what you're calling universal nature and expressing it with intention and it's also techniques you know, techniques that remove the blockages. So mm-hmm. you can do a movement practice um, that looks a little like Tai Chi, which mm-hmm. helps to move, remove the blockages. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do, uh, we call them Qigong techniques. They're similar to acupressure. So you work with the different energy points in the body to either massage them or do movements that, that end up massaging them to mm-hmm. remove these blockages. So, you know, there's, there's a physical aspect to it as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, it, you're interesting, I mean, coming, you know, uh, recovering MBA <laughs> in the path to Qigong, and, uh, you know, you have a really, really nice, gentle energy. Thank you. Yeah, I, yeah. Pe- people tell me they feel calm when they're with me. That helps a lot. You know, yeah. And what we want to do is balance people's energy. In, in Chinese language, they say we're balancing the yin and yang mm-hmm. energy in the mm-hmm. body. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We bring it back to balance. Our lifestyles are crazy here. We, They're out of balance. And that's that does it to us. And but the main cause of these blockages in our body is actually our own emotions. It's that mm-hmm. mind-body connection. Mm-hmm. So if we're stressed to the max and we're unable to handle that stress, we're going to end up with problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I think people are way too stressed out. It's an epidemic worldwide now. Yeah, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, without getting too political, there's a whole lot of political drive, uh, political reasons that drive it, I think. And, and our fear of not having enough, you know, our fear mm-hmm. of our lack, our, our not having enough money. You know, we just have to go, go, go to make things happen. Yeah, I think stress is largely about fear. Mm-hmm. So, you know, honestly, living in California, there's a whole lot of people that are actually really trying to live a high standard of living. But not they don't really have 
I'm going to get into trouble here. Oh, well, is is that in many cases don't really have a very high standard of living in sense of. Yeah, I'll just tell you, there's there's um, a woman and who lives across the street and she has a boyfriend and uh, she was gone for like, I don't know, three or four days or something. And I was outside and we were talking and and we just got to chatting. And she had said that she and her boyfriend had taken off for three or four or five days and drove to Utah. And she started talking about how nice it was, how beautiful it was, how open skies and just refreshing. And we got into a conversation about that. And it's just most people are, you know, my experience is, is most people are going way too fast between A and B. And there's a whole lot of life and living that's going on. There's a whole lot of relationship that's not happening relationship with other people and uh, you know they just miss out on a lot exactly so we we really need this society needs to slow down and maybe this pandemic happens to make us do that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not everybody's picking up on that though (laughs) no of course not they're more anxious to get back to it yeah well I'm experiencing quite a few people I know that are really taking doing a re-evaluation of their life right now. It's like not too excited about going back to work, actually. I mean, financially, they want to get back to work, you know, if they have a job or something, but they're not excited about the work they're doing. They're not excited about the eight hours a day that they're spending in their job. I think there's a whole lot of people call it pivoting going on now. That's interesting. I seem to be uh, running into the other ones a lot, the uh-huh. ones the ones who do want to get back. They want to do the face to face networking meetings, you know. Uh huh. Uh huh. And well, it, I'm looking forward to that too. Mm-hmm. But when this whole thing started, and I started doing my own research and history of pandemics and all the rest of it, given that the majority of what I do is actually remote digital anyway, with podcasting and everything is I thought, I think I'm going to mindset for, let's just say, a year to a year and a half. I tell people that, and they freak out. So the good news is, if it is a lot less than that, it'll be a pleasant surprise. Mm -hmm. Because my partner, actually, I'm I'm in San Diego, Carlsbad area, and she is in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and I haven't seen her since December. Mm. So I don't have... I don't have any touch going on. And I know earlier when we were getting all set up on the podcast, I saw your husband Mike there. So mm-hmm. you, you know, I, I think if I may throw it on you, there's a reason there to be grateful. Oh, definitely. You know, but there's a lot of people that, a lot of people probably, you know, older my age, whatever, that do not have a partner living with a partner that are probably starting to feel isolation. And what I said in the beginning early on is that connection and relationship is the vaccine against isolation. Mm -hmm. So I do try to spend as much time as I can either on Zoom, when I'm not like Zoomed out, or actually just on the phone, telephone, that old-fashioned thing called the phone, you know? Yeah, early on in the pandemic, I thought about that because I've spent many years living alone. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I... didn't meet my husband until I was around 50. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. 
That's fun and refreshing. Yeah, it was fun. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I went through that. I, I know what it's like to live alone. And, and there, are, there are advantages to both. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's nice living alone. You can do what you want. And you can, I don't know, I, I, I think I grew a lot more emotionally and spiritually while I was living alone. But having that companionship is, is really great, too. Yeah, many, many I, advantages. I, I, well, I put relationship at the top. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's really important. So one thing I wanted to mention is that on your website, we want to let people know how to get to that, which is healingwithqigong.com, and that's Q-I-G-O-N-G.com, Healing yes. With. And there's a whole section there on why use Qigong for COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So... I'm asking you that. Why, why use Qigong for COVID-19? Well, because... Specifically. Because you want to increase your immune immunity, for one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Qigong does that for us. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a great maintenance program to do that. Mm-hmm. It helps you to prevent illness by mm-hmm. keeping your energy channels open. You know, the energy in your body, I mentioned those 12 channels before, the Mm -hmm. energy needs to flow through those 12 channels like water flows through a river. Mm. And when we get blockages, that's when, you know, the body parts, the organs, all of the cells of the body that are beyond those blockages Mm -hmm. are not getting the energy nourishment that they need in order to operate fully. So... That's why we do Qigong, so we can open the blockages and let that energy flow again. Mm-hmm. And I, I like to tell people that the cells need energy just like the cells need nutrients from your food. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. not, not just our food that keeps us going. It's also this energy, this qi energy that, that mm-hmm. we need. And, and qi means vital energy. It's the energy that helps us do every function that we do. It helps mm. us walk, breathe. It helps our heartbeat. And you want that energy to be at a high level, especially when you have a pandemic out there. And then if you have COVID-19, same thing. You need to, you need to get that energy moving so that body can heal itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very, it, it works very well for COVID-19. Is there a relationship to what's said about, you know, the phrase Qigong, and people say, oh, you have good Qi. Yes, there is, there is a connection there. Um, qi is your energy, you know, and you, mm-hmm. you emit this energy too. It's not a, not a one-way thing. Mm-hmm. You don't just get it, but you also give it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if your energy is high, your Qi is high, people are going to notice that. They're going to want to be around you more. So what about the environment? And I'm talking about toxicity because I think there's a lot of problem with a lot of toxicity in our particular culture here in the United States. I worked in water filtration for a long time. I know it can be a problem. Absolutely. Yeah. We're inundated every day with chemicals that we don't even think about. Uh-huh. Same thing. You know, you, you're, you have to keep your body in top condition to meet these things. Some of the movements that we do... Uh, detoxify us Mm -hmm. you know I'm not saying it can remove everything but we need to work on these things to to 
boost our, our immunity, boost our health. Qigong is really, it, it helps. It's not just physical healing. It's also, it works on your emotions. It works on your mind. And it works spiritually. So mm -hmm. it's, it's one of the most holistic practices out there to keep you strong. So is there, you know, for someone that is probably spending way too much time sitting in this chair at my desk, like so many other people, are there a few things that people can do to sort of switch it up to uh, basically, you know, something they can do to kind of alleviate some of that stress or pain of sitting all day? Absolutely. Besides, I mean, obviously, I mean, I go for walks a lot throughout the day, but what, what else from a Qigong perspective could be done? You can learn to do the Qigong movements that look like Tai Chi. I have mm. a movement and meditation practice that I do online every Wednesday night to teach that. You do? I do. And those movements, you don't have to do them. You don't have to spend a half an hour doing them. You can do uh -huh. them five minutes here and five minutes there. You can do them while you're waiting for your water to boil. Uh -huh. You know, it all adds up. So, and you, you can do them when you're sitting. Where do we find out about all everything that you have to offer? I'm, I'm assuming it's on your website. I, I went to, you know, there's a start here about courses and events, recommended resources, and editor's musings. Yeah, there is, um, if you want to try out the movement class, I, I offer the first class free. Um, okay. un under that banner, that blue banner, there's a green banner. It says learn how, the button. It says get your free 60-minute Qigong class now. Well, let me go to your, let me go to your homepage and let's start there. Oh, the blue banner from the homepage. Mm -hmm. Learn how, get your free 60-minute Qigong class now. So you okay. can do that, or if you want to try out a healing, there's a green banner on the right side below that that says get a Qigong energy healing, okay, learn, learn more. So, you know, I've got a lot of content on the site that explains what Qigong is and how it works. Mm -hmm. Well, I've got somebody in mind I'm going to send to you, actually. Awesome. Um, this is a art therapist and somebody that works in a... A wellness center who is actually a supervisor for other art therapists and their whole thing went from you know basically uh, people coming into the office for particular things going on but everybody's moved to being on zoom and so many of these therapists are having such a hard time with this yes and uh, she's quite frankly ready to bail yeah and I'm thinking uh, well there's some other things going on but I'm gonna send her your way I think Great. But she, she is, has a nursing background and pretty highly steeped in Western medicine. I mean, she's an excellent nurse and an excellent therapist, but comes from a place of, um, you know, drugs for better living. Mm -hmm. So for a lot of people that have not stepped into a Eastern healing perspective, uh, what would you, what would you say to them? That's a tough one because, you know, the Western perspective is very strong. We've all grown up with it. It's all we have. You know, that's what we've learned to trust. Some people just won't be willing to switch from that. But I would say, you know, this is what happened with me when I started seeking. I, I said to myself, okay, I think there's a better way to do things than we're doing them. I think there's a better way to live. 
and mm-hmm. I'm going to go out and I'm going to find that way because I really don't like what's going on right now. This mm-hmm. is when, you know, I was working for corporate America. I wasn't happy like a lot of people that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And I just said to myself, you know, I need to keep an open mind. You know, maybe there's things I don't know that, that are true. Maybe there's things that I don't believe that are true. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I actually, there was a little, uh, there was a little place, I, I was living in Florida at the time. There was a little place that offered different types of healing. It, it was a, a store that sold crystals and, and mm. you know, cotton sure. Indian clothing and things like that. I went in there one day and there was a woman there that was doing an aura balancing. And I thought, okay, I don't know what that is, but I'm going to try it. So I went into a room with her and she laid me down on the floor and she had a crystal on a, on a necklace mm-hmm. and she said, okay, I'm going to clear your chakras. And she mm-hmm. started at the bottom and she never touched me with this crystal at all. She just swung it over my chakras one at a time. Mm-hmm. And this was back when I wasn't married and I was having a hard time finding a good relationship. I'd gone through a series of bad ones, in fact. She got to my second chakra, which is the one that deals with your relationships. And she said, oh, <laughs> I see a blockage here. So she swung that little crystal around and started pulling it away. She drew it away from my body. And when she drew it away, I felt, physically felt something like, it felt like a spider web was coming out of my body from that point. Mm. I felt it. And I went, mm-hmm. oh, Wow. You know, maybe some of this woo-woo stuff is real, you know. Mm. So I would just say, keep an open mind. Try things. You're you're never going to know if something works if you don't try it. I know. So you walked out of the session. You walk outside, and this this attractive man walks up to you and says, (laughs) can I buy you dinner? (laughs) You know, it would have been nice if that had happened. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. I had a lot of work to do. Let's put it that way. It took me a yeah. long time. And well, I've never stopped working, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, people that know me in terms of work say, oh, you, you seem to never stop working. Well, <laughs> part of it is in related to personal growth and stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm just going to plug it and say that, you know, since for the last 15 years as a podcaster, I've listened to over 4,000 hours of educational podcasts and I can say without a doubt I have curated the finest content that you could find because you you can just you know you don't have to be fed what TV and everything else feeds you you don't have to believe that if you have some health condition that I'm really sorry ma'am but uh, there's nothing we can do about it you don't have to believe any of that you got to put the good stuff in and it sounds like qigong is one way to put the good stuff in Definitely. Yeah. And and especially, too, you know, if we see that where our society is going right now, mm-hmm. look mm-hmm. at all the problems we have. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at where it's going. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we can't even talk to each other in some cases anymore. There's such division. Yeah. There's something wrong, you know. We need to seek answers, real answers to our problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're there. We just just have to open our mind up and and look outside the box a little bit. I don't think there's a single problem that doesn't come prepackaged with the solution. That's a that's from, a good thought. 
Yeah. So from my perspective, you know, it's like to me, it's like I said earlier, it's connection and connection and relationship. What I really mean is you can't really have a relationship without a conversation. Mm -hmm. um, I just recently deleted my Facebook account because mm -hmm. lots of different reasons, but there weren't really any conversations going on there that I was interested in. Wow. Yeah. So I'd much rather spend time talking with you rather than actually reading your website, although your website's great and full of a whole lot of really useful information that I would highly recommend people visit. Thank you. And you can get there by going to healingwithqigong.com. And that's Q-I-G-O-N-G.com. Do you want to, let's wrap up. Is there anything you want to leave people? Any thoughts? I think, you know, the things that we were talking about, think about bringing some balance into your life. You know, Qigong doesn't stop with this, what we've been talking about either. It, it's also, you can up-level your life in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. you, you can eat better. You can get more sleep. All of this, is, it, Qigong is a way of life. And I'm developing a program that will help people to do this, to, to really mm -hmm. up-level your life in all the different ways so that you can work on that balance. And so that you're, you let your body heal. That's what it was meant to do. It was built to heal. Mm. And we just need to support it. We need to give it what it needs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really want to thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it a lot. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, I will talk to you soon, I'm quite sure. Very good. Thank you. <laughs>